A 14-year-old boy's car collection, yes, car collection, has turned into his first paying job. I'll explain in a second. Hey, hey, hey! I wanna wash my life away, dance like I'm insane, don't give a damn what they say. The Daily Detour, headlines and entertainment on your schedule, featuring music by our house band, Quickie. And now, your host... Dan Roberts. I am great friends with the band Quickie, and I love a lot of their music, and that is not the song that I was thinking about using as the theme song for this podcast, which they so generously are letting me use their music, Uh, but that's just a fun, isn't that just a happy song? It's a happy song. I want this to be a happy place, Uh, and we'll get started with a feel-good story there about this 14-year-old kid. He's from Woodenville, Washington, and he's got a car collection that is making him money. And it's a model car collection, and he's keeping the cars. He's not selling the cars as far as I know, but here's the deal. He has autism, and he has an encyclopedic knowledge of just about every car ever made, which is a lot more than I could tell you. I'm like, I'll take that red one. How much is that red one over there? Now, I know a few cars. I know my favorites, but uh, yeah, I'm not a car guy in that respect. I don't always know the make and model. I don't know what's under the hood, but I know what I like. And I like classic cars with lots of curves, for the most part. Also like guitars with curves, like the hips of, uh, well, anyway. Moving back to the car story here. Uh, He's autistic. He has an encyclopedic knowledge of classic cars, uh, probably current cars as well. And he collects these models. And he takes photos of them, staging them to look as if they're real moments in time from life-sized vehicles. And he's got a Facebook account and an Instagram account. Uh, and, and his own website, Anthony Schmidt Photography. And it's pretty cool. Like, if you were just scrolling through these, at first glance, you would not know that they were tiny little vehicles. I see a, a man who seems to be rummaging through a junkyard uh, looking for a tire for his vehicle. And there's a stack of tires that, you know, they're tiny tires. And he's a plastic man. But it looks pretty real from the photograph. Uh, I see uh, Roscoe P. Coltrane's uh, police car, I assume, uh, sitting in a, a lake, and uh, the General Lee is about to jump over the lake or river or stream or whatever's going on there. A little Dukes of Hazard for you. Google it, kids. It's a show. It's a thing. Anyway, I thought that was pretty cool, and apparently he's kind of a celebrity in Woodenville, just over there on the other side of the state. People uh, recognize him, and they quiz him on cars. So, again, Anthony Schmidt Photography, and he's got his own product line there, books, calendars, uh, prints, other branded merchandise. I like a kid that's got his act together uh, more than I did at his age and more than I do now at this age, whatever that might be. Good for him. It is anthonyryanschmidt.com. It's a nice story, though, right? What else is in the news? Or what else caught my attention? Well, the CDC, uh, the headline is the CDC is begging, begging you not to travel for Thanksgiving, not to gather with others outside of your household for Thanksgiving. And for me, it comes down to this. We're, we're under lockdown for another four weeks here in Washington State and in a lot of places. If we behave ourselves, regardless of what you think, you know, just humor the people that think they know better than you. I'm trying to stay in, in my lane here, stay in the, trying to stay in the middle of the road. Anyway, uh, just, just humor them. And in four weeks, well, that'll be in time for Christmas, right? So maybe we could gather for Christmas and New Year's, which is more important. Thanksgiving, isn't it really kind of exactly like Christmas? But without the presence, know what I'm saying? Anyway, it's nice that there's a vaccine on the uh, on the way. Thank God. I don't know if I'll be first in line for it, though. Are you like that? 
Although the doctors and nurses uh, are, are going to be getting it. So they're the ones we trust with our health when we need it. And if they're going to trust it, I guess we should trust it. And, you know, I've been doing a month of thank yous on my Facebook page and uh, should thank the doctors and nurses. I, I did. I wrote a little song. It's been a very creative period for me uh, in the last eight months or so. Kind of an introvert by nature. I can fill that time in the house playing, writing, painting, like whatever. But wrote a little song. I don't know if it's good. I like it. Writing original material is, I'm a newbie at it. But maybe I'll, maybe I'll play that at the end of the podcast here. little tribute. What I do know is that a legitimate songwriter, Dolly Parton, had a hand in uh, funding Moderna's vaccine. So you got Pfizer and Moderna there. The, the Dolly Parton one has a, kind of a, a harmless side effect of inflating your chest uh, after you take it. But it doesn't, it doesn't last forever. That's a horrible joke and an obvious one. Let's see if the internet has better uh, Dolly Parton vaccine jokes for us. And then we'll check in with Lou from Quickie and Libet Wolf again like we did yesterday. They'll be here for five episodes. Pretty much anybody I have on the show will be on five episodes, just so you know. But don't get too used to them because they'll be there's a rotating roster of people that will be coming through. Just setting expectations. Okay, here we go. This is the first one that pops up, and it's Steve Martin, uh, who knows how to tell a joke, knows how to write a joke. He says he imagines Dolly Parton sitting in a quiet room manipulating RNA while writing a hit song. And if you don't know, RNA is an acid that's a polymeric molecule essential in various biological roles in coding, decoding, regulation, and expression of genes, which uh, I just knew off the top of my head. I'm not reading from Wikipedia at all. Back to the jokes. Um, I got to grab my guitar for this one. Hang on. And a couple of people have stumbled onto the uh, idea that vaccine rhymes with Jolene, one of Dolly Parton's big hits. Uh, but it was Northeastern University professor Ryan Cordell who actually picked up the guitar and did something like, Vaccine, 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 vaccine. My apologies to Dolly and Ryan. Uh, there was one other little musical joke, which was that the Moderna vaccine is 95% uh, effective, or in other words, 95. <laughs> That's horrible. 95 is the number that they're given when you get that shot. Anyway, it's a pun on uh, her song 9 to 5. <laughs> I think that was, I think that was definitely worth picking up the guitar for. Oh my gosh. A lot of studio magic when I release things to the world normally and perhaps wisely, as we've just found out. Here's another guy that says, we now literally know that Dolly Parton could do the polio vaccine, but Jonas Salk, who discovered it, couldn't do Jolie. We'll leave it there. All right, I'm already sick of hearing my voice uh, by itself. So, got a little game to share with you. Play along with Libet and Luke. All right, uh, let's play a little game here. It's called Guess the Question because mm -hmm. legally I don't think I can call it Reverse Family Feud. Okay. But so here's, here's how it works. You need to guess the question. I will give you all the answers, and you need to guess what the topic is. You need to guess the question. So the answers are Harry Potter, Merlin, Gandalf, Doctor Strange, The Wizard of Oz, Voldemort, and Newt Scamander. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, I have no idea. 
I think it's the next 10 famous baby names of 2004. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so you don't think that there's nothing else that these names have in common for you? Gandalf, Merlin? All of them have bowels. <laughs> they all wave one. <laughs> exactly. Getting, getting warmer, Libet. We'll give you the point. Uh, they're all famous yeah. wizards. Name they're a famous what? wizard. Famous, all famous wizards. <laughs> Not wizards. Oh boy! You <laughs> need to enunciate, Dan. I don't. I don't heard I one. Thing. I've been off the air for a few weeks. I've forgotten Good. how to talk. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, the answers are: bathroom, a baby, bad dream. You heard a noise. You're too hot. You're too cold. Things that wake you up in the night. Yes. Yeah. Very Menopause. <laughs> I was getting there. No. Now I have itchy though. I don't know that I've ever woken up itchy. Wow. From a dead sleep, anyway. <laughs> Something, there's got to be a cream for that. Yeah. Uh, all right. The answers are French fries, soup, salad, onion rings, tater tots, and pickles. Sides you can order with hamburger. Yes. That was good. I think you're tied now, right? No, she got the first one. You gave her the first one for wizard. Oh, that's right. Because oh, limit to famous head. wizards. Look at Lou with the honesty. That's a virtue, right? I believe that's the thing. Uh, it's hard to tell nowadays. There's so little of it around. That was jarring. Um, the answers are Spain, Mexico, United States, Cuba or Cuba, uh, Argentina, Costa Rica, Spanish language countries. Yeah. What? Lou! I know. Missed it. I've been here too long. So what is it? Three to one? Yeah, she's running away. It's a good thing I don't have... I only have one more question because I can count. Next one. Do I let Lou get this one for the podcast? No, No, you you can delay your answer if you'd like. Yeah. The answers are 20%, 15%, 25%, 18%, $20. Yes, Lou! Ding, ding, ding. Uh, but you know, it still but, kicked your butt. I <laughs> but I like reverse uh, reverse family feud. Going back to the top, and you're like, I know all the answers. <laughs> you guys guess the question. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Talk about seeing into the psyche of somebody. <laughs> you right. should have seen the ones I skipped. Wow! Well, there were some. I'm like, no one would guess this question. Like that's insane. Yeah. Uh. All right. I guess I'm just looking for a reaction here. Uh, and then maybe if you have a story that fits in here, go ahead. But uh, this is uh, kids that have done things to their pets that got them into trouble, probably. Um, this person says, I love my little King Charles Spaniel and my six year old knows it. He got in trouble one day and I grounded him and he was so mad uh, that he gave my pup a haircut. It was horrible, especially the tail. That's bad news. Uh, it was so hot here this summer, I commented that even Toodles, our cat, is hot. My daughter thought she'd help out and put the cat in the refrigerator. Luckily, I opened the door a few minutes later and was shocked when a freaked out cat leaped out. That's funny, though. That's happened in horror. I mean, it's not funny, but the jumping out part is funny because that would scare the crap out of you. Be good. Um, and then when I was a kid, this person says, I always wanted to jump off the roof onto our trampoline, but dad wouldn't let me. So I decided to prove it was safe <laughs> by throwing our golden retriever <laughs> onto the trampoline. I was right. It was safe. He was fine, but I still didn't get permission to jump off myself. 
He's on the trampoline all the time. That is what's crazy. The, what's the worst uh, thing your pet has ever been through, thanks to you or or your children? This is not the worst story, but our dog, Casey, uh, is a half chocolate lab. She was Her mom was rescued from Posado Safe Haven uh, over there in Monroe, which is a super cool organization. We went out and we got her and she's just been the greatest pet ever. In fact, she's so great that uh, we vowed she wasn't gonna be on the bed, she wasn't gonna be on the couch, she wasn't gonna be on any of the furniture. And about a month ago, Casey was coming into the room and Ruby was sitting at the end of the couch and Mike, my husband was sitting at the other end of the couch and Mike told Ruby, hey, you have to get up. You're in Casey's spot. <laughs> I can't imagine that Ruby took that very well. <laughs> she was like, Dad. <laughs> but now nobody sits in that spot because we all know that it's Casey's yeah, spot. I, everyone's pet has them wrapped around their little paws. Their masterminds. Their fuzzy masterminds. We'll check in with Libet and Lou again tomorrow and uh, figure out who is the worst driver amongst us. Maybe it's you. No, I'm sure you're better than me. If you have something you want to share with the uh, Daily Detour with Dan Roberts podcast here, I have an anytime listener line set up, 209-650-0731. If you are not a podcast listener normally, and this is all new to you, well, this is great. The wonderful thing is you listen to it on your schedule, and you may have noticed that you have a, a little button uh, besides the play button, you can pause it. And besides that, you can fast forward through the stuff that you're not enjoying or rewind to catch something you missed, like... That phone number I just gave. But I'll save you the trouble. 209-650-0731. Anytime listener line. Leave a message. But no, but no, it's very possible that I will play it back on the podcast. And now it is time to wrap this thing up with a little confession. Or testimonial, or I don't know what you would call it. Anyway, this is the rambling portion of the program where I tell you what's going on with me. And one of the odd things about being let go, I told you on the last episode, I, uh, I'm doing fine. I'm, you know, but who, I know it's strange to people because who says, man, I lost my job. I'm so excited about the future, but I am, I'm concerned. I'm you know, worried about certain things. I'm worried about the timeline of finding that next gig more than anything, but I am, I'm optimistic. Probably doesn't hurt that I spent the last year really growing and learning and executing those skills. So I feel as ready for the next guy as I've ever been. Maybe that's it. But the odd thing about all this is that uh, the people that the people that have found out, the people that I've told, uh, have needed more consoling than I have, which is an odd place to be. And I think I've seen this happen um, with widows and widowers, you know, where people are, you know, uh, supposed to be there to comfort them and just offer support and lend an ear. But instead, they talk about how sad they are about the person that they've just lost, even though the widow, widower, you know, clearly closer to that person. And probably getting divorced, you run into some similar situations as well. And I know people mean well, but it is an odd thing to go through something like this and then feel like you have to make other people feel better about it. And some of it's, I mean, I did feel fine about it, uh, a little in shock. Clearly, I'd rather be getting a paycheck right now, but I mean, I, I honestly... I feel pretty good about the future, uh, excited to see what's next. But then other people are so worried about me, which is nice. It's nice to know that people care, but some of them, uh, we just have different outlooks on life, right? My glass is half full, theirs is half empty. And in addition to just, you know, 
unloading what's in my head here. I suppose if this helps you in any way, uh, come to the realization that you might have similar people in your life, uh, you know, and just trust your gut instead. Because the other thing that people do is they'll project onto you what they think that you should be doing. Well, have you ever thought about doing this? Yeah, well, I'm not interested in that. Yes, that's a related area, but, you know, not my jam. You know, have you ever thought about doing the weather? You ever thought being an anchor on TV? You ever thought about uh, being a reporter? I mean, not seriously. The closest thing, because it's not my thing. I'm not a reader. No offense to the anchors. I know there's a lot of editorial and, and research and gathering and, uh, you know, there's journalism behind the scenes. But on camera, I would want to just run my mouth off as I'm doing here on this podcast. So that's just not for me. The closest fit would be a reporter. That would be cool. You know, go in search of the story, get your sources, interview people. I love interviewing people. I love meeting new people and learning about them. Of course, in the reporter situation, they might not be so keen to meet me. But anyway, uh, that would be the closest thing. And again, clearly people mean well. And I think it comes down to maybe they're trying to fix things. Like they feel like, oh my gosh, my friend, my my relative, uh, this guy I know, he's in trouble and maybe I can fix it for him, right? Instead of just listening to what I have to say about it, being supportive about the decisions I'm making, uh, you know, instead of all of that, they're trying to fix it. So sort of like every guy who's ever been in a relationship with a woman, it just doesn't get it. I don't understand. I was just trying to fix it for her. She doesn't want that. She'll fix it herself. She just needs you to listen. All right. I don't know if any of that made sense, but uh, there you go. We're going to wrap things up here. I said I had a tribute song uh, to healthcare workers. Be gentle with me. This was the first song. I've done a lot of parody songs, you know, and I've done a lot of, I mean, I have written songs, original songs in the past. None of them uh, where I've played every instrument and produced it up myself and put it out there to the world, to <laughs> to the trolls and uh, all the other icky stuff that's out there on the internet and for people just to tear apart. So be gentle, and I hope you enjoy this. And if you know a healthcare worker, pass it along to them. Uh, this is called Angels and Soldiers. <laughs> Doctors and nurses and first response persons We're thinking of you and your families too Today you are soldiers all risking exposure This prayer's for you and all that you do Angel shoulders we lean upon Angels and soldiers God knows how Take back the night Angels' shoulders We lean upon Angels and soldiers God knows how long We've never been this way before But you're the Thank you.
If you're still listening after that, you are a true friend. I'll see you next episode. You've been listening to The Daily Detour, a production of Basic Bits, LLC, hosted by Dan Roberts. Music by Quickie. And I'm your announcer, Libet Wolf. New episodes drop Monday through Friday. Subscribe now so you never miss a moment. And we'll chat with you next time. Hey!